A woman in our little church group told me this story. She was divorced and she wanted to remarry. She took her fiancé to a pastor and said, Are we permitted to remarry in the church? The pastor thought about it and replied, Well, my sister's divorced and remarried, and I think that's fine. You better be careful, because some of these pastors just don't know Scripture. The best thing to do if you are divorced and want to remarry is to pray and ask God to show you the truth if you are really able to receive the truth. But if you've got your mind made up anyway, well, you're just going to go ahead and do what you want to do. Pam Paget went to a woman one time who was getting ready to marry for the third time, I think it was. And Pam told her that if she did this, she would be committing adultery. This woman said to Pam, I don't care what the Bible says. I know what I think. She was in the church, and that's what she said. Pam just couldn't believe that anybody in the church did not care what the Bible said. I don't know what your position is now. If you're a divorced woman wanting to remarry, or if you're a man wanting to marry a divorced woman, or if you just want information. But I'll share with you what the scriptures say about the subject divorce remarriage. We will print these verses of scripture for you to see in writing. They will be on our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations, the right-hand side where it says podcast. So you can easily find these scriptures on our blog and look at them for yourself. But I will go over these scriptures with you. One time a woman contacted me and she said she was a minister. She said she wanted to come talk to me about her mother's second divorce. I heard from God just tell her, focus on the scriptures. So I told her that, and she did not come to see me. And I have used that as a rule for me. Don't focus on the circumstances of the divorce. Focus on what the scriptures say. That's what we will do in this podcast. Here are the scriptures from the New Testament Bible that as I know them, Matthew 5.32, Jesus is speaking to men in this scripture. He says, But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Jesus is saying the faithful wife who remarries after divorce commits adultery. He's saying the man who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. 
Jesus is saying the husband who divorces the faithful wife will be the cause of her adultery if she remarries. Sometimes in churches I've heard them twist the scripture a little bit and say that if the man is committing fornication, the woman can remarry after divorce. But they fail to consider 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 and 11. The Apostle Paul says this is the commandment of the Lord. This is for the New Testament church that Paul is speaking to. Paul says, And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord. This is a commandment of the Lord for the women in the New Testament church. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled with her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Mark chapter 10. And he, Jesus, arose from thence and cometh unto the coast of Judea by the farther side of Jordan. And the people resorted unto him again, and as he was wont, he taught them again. And the Pharisees came to him and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife? Tempting him. And he, Jesus, answered and said unto them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses suffered to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, for the hardness of your heart, he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they too shall be made one flesh. So then they are no more two, but one flesh. At the time of sexual intercourse, you become one flesh with that person, whether you're married to that person or not. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says to the men, even if you're having sex with a harlot, you become one flesh with that harlot. Therefore, Paul says, flee fornication, for every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication, sinneth against his own body. So Jesus says in Mark 10, And they too shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Verse 10 and in the house his disciples asked him again of the same matter. And he, Jesus, saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman 
shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. In Romans 7, the Apostle Paul says, Know ye not, brethren, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth? Now, this is not the law of Moses. The law of Moses was a sacrificing animals for sins. But the law of God has dominion over us, and in the New Testament church, we follow the New Testament Bible. These are the rules of God, the laws of God. Paul says, For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. On that subject of if at the time of sexual intercourse you become one flesh with that person, it's in 1 Corinthians 6. I'll reread it for us. Paul says to the men, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the member of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. This subject of fornication is a sin different from all other sins. It's a sin against your own body. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. Two other sections of scripture which Paul says keep a person from inheriting the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 9 and 10. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers, nor effeminate, that's homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Another scripture from Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, witchcraft, by the way, is living in superstitions, 
hatred, variance. Variance is debating and arguing with another person. Emulations, which is trying to outdo another person. Wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, they that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. To make a decision about anything, we need to pray with all sincerity, asking God what we should do. We should look at the scriptures on the subject in question. We have to be willing for the will of God to be done. We have to trust God enough to overcome our own fleshly desires. We have to trust God. Even if we can't remarry, we have to believe that that's the, ba the best way for us to go, that God set forth the very best way for us to continue on this earth, no matter what our flesh says. And then I really think we have to do the scriptures. But you're the one who is going to answer as I will answer for what I, what I do, you're going to have to answer for what you do. I have some questions about what I'm doing. I, I watch football, and it says uh, don't be involved in emulations. Emulation is trying to outdo another person. I have asked God about this. I've asked God if I should stop watching football. I have to wait and depend upon God to really show me what I'm to do on this matter. I really don't know. You'd think it would be cut and dried and I would know. I don't. But I do know this. God is able to keep me from doing those works of the flesh which will destroy me. I've seen him stop me before. I can trust that he can stop me now. Therefore, I've put my trust in God concerning the matter that I'm dealing with. I feel like you have to do the same thing and that over and over through our lifetime on this earth, we have to return to God in prayer and put our trust in God to stop us and really believe that he will stop us and to be willing for him to stop us. Not my will, but thy will be done. This is something we have to be able to really say to God and mean. This is Joan Boney speaking and I wish to remind you that all these scriptures will be on our blog for you, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today about this subject.